0: welcome to the relational recovery podcast i'm your host Wes thompson joined by my co-host austin hill today we're in part four in our conversation on interdependence we hope you enjoy
1: yeah i I think it does it's it's the there's a statement of like we pull yourself up by your own bootstraps but we need to ask the question it's like do you have boots do you know how to put the boots on if you don't have boots it's really hard to pull yourself up by your own bootstrap. So it's identifying the appropriate amount of help in this in the situation we're in. And if we're talking then, you know, we love to just only talk about the most simplest things here. So if we're talking about how do we give like the boots or the tools for relational stuff, it might be when we say a short period of time, it could be a couple of years. Like it's an appropriate expectation to show um, to show an adult. Like, hey, this is how we handle conflict. It's going to take a couple of reps for intense conflict for them to get really good at conflict resolution, just how to not lash out in anger, not to fold in on yourself. Like, there, that takes time. But it's one of those, like, once it's been modeled enough for you by someone else, you should be able to at least identify this is how I need to respond. And then, so that's for an adult, but we don't expect a two year old to say, this is how you do conflict resolution. So of course, it's going to take more time for a two-year-old to understand what conflict resolution looks like. So what that means is we give help. I want to say we. I mean, this is if we're looking at a relationship, and this is how we're we're doing it. I'm going to address a relationship in the type of help that I I provide, but also the type of help that I that I would need based on who that other person is. Yeah, so,
0: you're bringing up like we need to take human development into consideration. We need to take someone's theology into consideration. You're not going to treat a 25 year old the same way you're going to treat a five-year-old. You're not going to treat a, um, a highly functioning, healthy brain, the same way you would with somebody who has autism. Like Mm -hmm. you've got to have appropriate expectations for the individual
1: or, or you're going to cause harm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, but the only way we're going to know that, especially because it's complicated with other adults, people have different, their debt, their, their stories speak so much into that. And so if we are having those type of like, so how do I create uh, this like dependence? Like, so if we're going to go back to the example you gave where if I'm going to give you money, $5 every single day. So I'm in, give, that's just become the norm in our relationship. Then it's going to take time to re, to re uh, I guess, reprogram how we relate to each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Because if,
1: if I don't, if I just like, well, I'm just not giving you that money, you just need to figure it out for yourself. It's like, well, that's different. like, why are you? It's like, I should, it's taking ownership of the things I should have. And now it's i dependent on you. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And I've created that. My choices and your choices help create this thing. And that's just between two people. And then it gets super complicated if we're talking about systems. And that's what we're not that's not what I'm talking about or what we're talking about here. It's we need to make sure that when we're addressing a problem, it's it's at the relational level from one person to another, not a s- systemic problem. That's where things get really messy is because then we accuse or put people in this box saying like this entire type of person is lazy or dependent, or this entire type of person is entitled. And it's like, well, no, because we need to know the person. And that's how we that I honestly think that's how we're going to break down a lot of the unnecessary arguments and divisions that we're seeing in our in our lives is by addressing the person in front of you. That's what I meant when we were talking about if I we talk to a five-year-old differently than we talk to a 25-year-old. So we're going to address the person that's in front of us who's presently there, Mm -hmm. not this, not this idea of something outside, outside of our control. Yeah. So it, that takes hard work. And also it, it it forces us to have this willingness to be taught and learn something new um, about how someone experiences the world and that it's putting ourselves in situations where we really aren't in control of how some, who the person is in front of me, but I am only in control of of how I respond to them. And if I am choosing to create a world of where people are dependent on me, or I'm choosing to never have anybody depend on me. So I'm fiercely independent. That's not healthy either. So this is like, it's, it's a, it's a lot harder than you just say like, Oh, you know, just pull yourself up by your bootstrap, you know, own your own crap. That makes perfect sense if it's just you, but it's not just you. Like we live in we live in a world on purpose, and it's like there's people around. We have to figure out how to do this well together.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So So I think to land this plane, I think that um, the the goal here is to be healthily interdependent. That I'm not radically dependent. Um, I need. I, I I only am okay if I'm taking from other people or I'm taking from other things. I'm not bringing anything to the table. Um, It's not healthy either to be completely independent where, um, which really is birthed out of, I think an avoidant attachment pattern and is, what does that mean? Just, uh, it just means that I, that I relate to, I I tend to relate to others um, in an avoidant kind of way, meaning um, I'm, I'm leery i just i struggle to trust i struggle to trust others i don't i don't trust others Mm -hmm. Uh, there's just a reactive mistrust um towards the other the irrational other as jerry colonna would call it Mm -hmm. um and so it keeps me at an arm's length you know and that's that's ultimately i think what creates kind of radical independence we have to fight for this place of interdependence that I'm, I'm showing up as healthy as I can. I'm bringing my skills to the table. I'm going to speak up and share my voice, but I'm also going to listen and receive from others that that's the way forward. And that, and that's messy. And it's not always going to work out and in, in a, in a perfect way, I'm not saying this is easy. I'm saying, if we want to head into a healthy, if we want to strive to be relationally healthy and we want to strive to be personally healthy, um, it's going to have to be we can't do it alone like you said earlier and it's going to, and it's also not us demeaning ourselves like we're showing up right we're showing up we're bringing ourselves to the table but we're also leaving room for others and we're listening to others as well thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast we'll be back tomorrow with a new conversation we'll see you then